This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We've got quite a few call-ups. Marvellous Nakamba is another one who will obviously be going into a red zone country uh, to play football. And my understanding is at the moment there's uh, the, the authorities and the government are working together to come up with a, a bespoke sporting agreement where um, you know uh, players can go and play and we can actually bring them back and they can play in the game when they come back as well. Um, but obviously, uh, with the safety of everybody, um, as paramount importance because we don't want you know any more of uh, of this spreading around. So I'm hopeful that. There will be an agreement in place and we feel that they were. And both our players who will be affected by going into red zones are fully vaccinated as well, which is, you know, a real positive for us. I think they'll be going into one bubble with uh, their respective countries and then coming back into, you know, our bubble uh, at the football club. Obviously won't be able to to go and mix with with anybody else outside of that. That is what I believe uh, the working parties are trying to get to get sorted and um, I think they're very close to doing that as well. I think we all understand that it's a, it's a very difficult situation. We're in the middle of a, a, a pandemic and we're, we're dealing with different football associations, different governments, uh, different rules in different countries. So it is going to be difficult to, you know, to, uh, to sort out and you know, we've had to leave it to the re- relevant authorities and um, you know, the be all and end all is that we want our players to go and fulfil their fixtures for their international teams and we're fully supportive of that but we also want them to come back and play for us as well so you know whichever way they can get that done then you know we're back in that Welcome to the My Old Man Said podcast, and it's time for something for a weekend, which is our catch-up show after the main show to get up to speed on Dean Smith's press conference before the uh, the game at the weekend, which is a trip to Spurs. Joining me to discuss that, uh, Mr. Bird, welcome. Hello, how are you doing? How are you feeling now? 
still bunged up. I can't hear myself speak. So, uh, what's the worst thing you can do with a head cold? It's uh, podcasts, I think. Put headphones but, uh, on loudly. We soldier on. The air purifier is on its way. Hopefully, that will uh, sort out my uh, podcast career. <laughs> Help further it uh, for a few more weeks. At least. Right, uh, if you are not familiar with the My Old Man Said podcast, uh, this is not the regular show, so uh, skip back to 164 for that and the full cast. This is the show that we start off with a Villa Minute. Got your stopwatch ready? Uh, I'm using a uh, egg timer for this one this I week. <laughs> Something novel, so I'll just uh, turn that around. Right, come on, it started. <laughs> Villa travelled to the Theatre of Nightmares with the return of lead Red Devil and nemesis Ronaldo centre stage. Alice Stanford Bruch Villa yet again create good chances but fluff their lines. Smith's 3-5-2 is looking good once again, both defensively and in attack. It's goalless at half-time. Villa continued to impress in the second half, but more chances go begging. While there's no shame in a point, Smith remains intent on winning and makes the subs accordingly. Cameron Archer gets his first taste of Premier League action. Villa give United a taste of their own medicine in terms of the Red Devils' late winner tradition. Courtney Hawes rises to dispatch Douglas Louise's corner. Two chaotic celebrations in the Villa away end. Within minutes, United and the bookies get their predicted penalty and customary get-out-of-jail card against Villa. Enter the shithouse South American Batman and Robin duo of Martinez and Louise. Surely Ronaldo should take the penalty, ventures Martinez to Fernandez. Bruno steps up to try and make it four pens in his last four against Villa, but instead of trying to score to nab the draw, Fernandez tries for three points to win the game, forgetting he's playing English and not American football. This is no smash and grab for Villa. They leave Old Trafford with a thoroughly well-deserved 1-0 win and their first away points of the season. Martinez's penalty antics go viral, but there's soon concern on social media as he celebrates his international call-up. Will it be Argentina's time to shit out Villa? Dean Smith is rewarded for Villa's recent form with a Manager of the Month nomination. Hooray! His first... I think he won it. Was it December 2020? was his last yeah but it's always a kiss of death isn't it manager of the month glory yeah but, give it to uh, Arsenal or someone yeah <laughs> he, he needs it he needs it to use as a weapon to fend off Arsenal TV <laughs> Arteta it'll come in handy for him he needs everything he can get doesn't he? Uh, the main takeaway there though is the Argentinian situation which didn't really get addressed in the press conference well f- not from what I've heard of it no. so far I mean what is the update is he going to miss the Wolves game it looks like he he shouldn't, but he might. It still it, it all feels like a bit of a grey area. It looks like clubs can now allow players to go who ha, who are fully vaccinated, and they they are prefer it is preferred if they fly back privately, or you know get them on a private jet rather than commercially, and then they'll have to be in the club bubble, etc. The Wes Eden's rocket ship. Yeah, yeah, they'll have to catapult him into space and back. But then it's unclear because Argentina are due to play on the Friday night now. If Martinez is selected to play in the first two games. I don't know. Villa haven't said there's any kind of deal that, you know, similar to the last break where him and Buendia were allowed to go and play two games, then fly to Croatia. If um, if Argentina want him to play on that Friday night game, there's no way he's going to play. Whereas if he plays yeah. in the Tuesday night game, he can fly back and he'll probably be allowed to play. So I think, I wonder if Villa are playing this one down, half expecting that Argentina might, you know, pull one on them as it were. Yeah, well, this is the problem. I mean, it, we we cheer Martinez when he shithouses the opposition, but uh, he's playing for the land of the shithouse. So uh, so there's got to be a bit of hardball there. But still, uh, this is a thing that should be have been resolved and it should be clear-cut. And maybe that should have been communicated to supporters so we wouldn't have to waste our time on podcasts asking the question, you know, what if? 
Right, what else did uh, Smith say in his press conference? Usual uh, injury situation as as we know it. Uh, Leon Bailey back after the international break, hopefully against Wolves. Sanson out, you know, for how long? at this point? But uh, we're good enough to beat United, so uh, hopefully uh, this personnel is good enough to uh, beat Spurs. Uh, England call-ups... Watkins back in the squad, uh, Calvert-Lewin and uh, Bamford, they're injured, aren't they? So uh, it was always a likely uh, occurrence that he'll go back in. I mean, Bamford only got in initially because Watkins was injured. Yeah, and then he's he's obviously dropped Greenwood um, and Bellingham to to rest them. Obviously, they've both got quite heavy club schedules at the moment, which is actually, I don't think that's necessarily a bad move. I I think it's good that he's protecting these young lads. Well, no, he's not protecting Greenwood. He's just saying, learn to pass, and then we'll consider you back in the uh, the squad. Because uh, anybody who watched that United Villa game, they didn't pass to Fernandez and Ronaldo at times, and he's, I think he cost them the game. Uh, well, you know, I think Villa played very well, but uh, they probably wouldn't have lost that game if uh, Greenwood knew how to pass. So. Uh, that's my diagnosis of that situation. Uh, what else? Anything else from the uh, the Smith? There's still the big call about Konza getting in the England squad. Uh, you should be careful what you wish for. Villa fans never learn, do they? They never learn. <laughs> He'll be playing for Manchester United before you know it, if he uh, gets the, in that England squad. Yeah, I think because they're competitive games, it's not a huge surprise. You'd like to see him in, but I think if there was a round of friendlies, which... Fuck knows when they're going to happen at the moment because the schedule seems to be rammed at the moment. I think we'll see him in an England shirt this season, but I don't know when. The the England uh, call-up at this moment in time is kind of a poison chalice. Uh, should have it in their contracts. You can play for England after we've won silverware. Yeah, or just if you, you can go to play for England, but you don't talk to anyone. <laughs> about your contract you're in an isolation villa bubble well going on to mentioning the uh, the Spurs game it makes you laugh when you look at the mid- middle of the table and you've got Arsenal yeah. in 10th and Spurs in 11th uh, both won three games lost three games but they've actually mirrored each other Spurs won the first three games and were top after the first uh, three games mm. since they've lost uh, their last three games uh is it coincidence that Kane has come back and they were winning without him? And you, you wonder. now they're struggling. They should have just followed our lead, get rid of your main man, and uh, jobs are good. And don't be overly reliant on one player. Well, Arsenal uh, lost their first three games and they'd have won their last three. They've played shit teams, though, haven't they, to be fair? Yeah, including Spurs. Spurs were awful in that London derby. Uh, so, I mean, Spurs played a weird formation against Chelsea. Well, it looked weird on paper, where it's almost like a Christmas tree. You've got Song on the top and then Kane's playing behind him with somebody else and then there's three behind them. So it seems to be lacking width. There was a back four. I think that was... Uh, paying too much respect to Chelsea. They went 4-3-3 against Arsenal and expect them to play a similar formation against us. So how, how do you see our 3-5-2 matchup against that? Because I think that Smith will go again with that. I think I think he will, yeah. I think Especially he knows with that, Bailey injured. Yeah, I, I think he knows that Tottenham do have... They've still got the firepower to hurt you. I think defensively they are there to be got at the back. In their last three games, they've conceded three goals, so they're, they're definitely there to be got at at the back. Yeah, three ga- three goals in each game. And this, and this is after winning the first three games 1-0. So it seems like they've lost that pragmatic Nuno touch, which isn't really the Spurs way, is it? No, and you wonder if it's a bit of a you know the, the new manager thing of 
he's not quite sure how he wants to set them up or where his personnel will fit in yet. I think it's still quite early days for him. So this might be the way Spurs are this season where they're going to be a bit hit and miss. They're probably going to take a few scalps. I know they beat you know, City on the first day of the season, which was probably the perfect time to play them, frankly. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, I mean, my reading. I mean, I haven't studied. I didn't, didn't really study wolves or, uh, or you know, what Spurs have been doing. But my re- reading of Nuno from afar is, in terms of the wolf situation, he had very gifted players playing a pragmatic setup. Yeah, it's it's not as if he was like a Pep Portuguese Pep free no, football not with. Yeah, so it's like because you know you you watch the Wolves highlights reel and you know match you you match the day coverage of Wolves and you've seen all these amazing goals and stuff and Neves and the like hitting them, but it's this is just gifted players within a restrictive kind of system. So he is more Mourinho, I would say, than uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the two games we had against Wolves last season were two of the worst games of the season. They were so boring. Spurs' tradition is to have a bit more of an expansive attacking game. So I don't know how... I mean, there's there's already Spurs fans melt, having a meltdown because they've lost three games on the trot. And I think that happened, would happen at any Premier League. I mean, if Villa lost three games on the trot, the Smith out brigade would raise their head uh, I think he's you know, the, with, the manner within a heartbeat. Well. But, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the old argument of, you know, when's a good time to play a team and... The cliched, oh, you know, they'll be looking for a reaction. I think in this case, uh, I'd rather play Spurs now than at any point of the last kind of ten years because they they are lost at the moment in terms of their identity. Oh, they don't have one. I mean, Nuno came out. I think it was just before the game in Europe and said, "Oh, you know, everyone knows what our mentality is." And I'm like, "All right, then, what is it?" You know, they beat a nothing team in the uh, Europa League, I think, was it? Or whatever, it's the Conference League. They, they ended up winning that, but that was after they brought all the heavy hitters off the bench. Yeah, Kane scored a hat-trick in the second half. But I think if you get a goal, uh, if you score first on their patch, you're going to start to give their fans a bit of an itchy bum, I think. Yeah, yeah, because they want to see their team playing, you know, free-flowing football. And I think with the, the the way we're set up at the moment, we could actually, you know, we're set up to potentially stifle them and hit on the break. Yeah, I mean, I see it going similar to the Everton game. Uh, well, United game, and both of those were nil-nil at half time. I think it would be a cagey affair because Spurs will have, uh, in the back of their mind, they won't want to lose this one. 
No. So, uh, you know, I think Villa will have to uh, press the issue later on because you, you can't, you know, it's a risky game to keep it tight and not actually do anything on the other end when you've got Son and Kane on the other side. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we will see. I mean, the good news is we obviously beat them in our last uh, trip there. Probably deservedly as well, I would, I would say. We played quite well that night, didn't we? Yeah, at the end of last season. So that will be uh, obviously in the uh, the DNA of uh, the Villa players going into this game. I mean, we've had a rich, wretched time. Uh, Awful, our record against Spurs in recent time. I mean, the last 14 games, they've won 12 of those and we've won two. So uh, last 14 games hasn't been any draws. So uh, it could be you know, about time there is one. So if I was betting, I'd probably put this down for a draw. But if I was going full on... Uh, Gunho, I'm, I'm saying that Villa, if we can go three wins on the trot against Everton, United, Spurs, there's a, a real marker to lay down. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I think I think it'd be a really good statement to go into the international break with a you know, with another positive result. You know, if you, if you look a bit further back, Spurs have only lost two games in 21 to Villa. <laughs> so our record, yeah. you know, in, in relatively recent years is atrocious, really since the 90s. Yeah, I mean, we, we used to uh, have good mid-90s. We used to beat them pretty regularly, Uh but they've, they're one of those teams that have taken advantage of our downfall in the last Similar to uh, Man City, decade. isn't it, really? Spurs and Man City were gifted our downfall, really, and they've just battered us through that period. Everything post-O'Neill, yeah. really. Yeah, so uh, that's another, you know, another reason why we have to win. Two wins on the trot at uh, the new Tottenham Hotspur Stadium would be... Uh, I'd say two thumbs up because the first game back, uh, we you know, we acquitted ourselves. Go, we, to be fair? Quitted ourselves well, but we didn't really. I mean, we could have put that game to bed or at least gone 2 0 up. And uh, we're a much more formidable outfit now. And I don't think they're as good as they were. So, no, not at all. This is uh, how I'm approaching this game. And I'm, I'm going to the game and uh, we'll be striding into that stadium with my chest pushed out. Oh, lovely. There's, there's, a, there's a sight for sore eyes. <laughs> well, just to work on my posture, basically. But, but sort your breathing out as well, perhaps. <laughs> Well, I'm saying it more as a metaphor for uh, going in their confidence yeah, we've, we've uh, got that, that we all get something. Let's uh, round this off with a key stat. What is the key stat that you'd say? I think we've mentioned it, haven't we? Uh, yeah. I think the fact that they've shipped three goals in their last three league games is something that uh, surely should have us uh, prick our ears up I mean, at that's least. That's just like painting a target on their back, isn't it, really? Yeah. Uh, you know, the first three games, you know, 1-0 one, one wins, and you're thinking, okay, this is like Nuno's approach. Spurs, Spurs are going to have to uh, suck this one up. It's just a kind of a continuation of that uh, Mourinho mould. You know, the only way we're going to do this is to become hard to beat and then whatever we've got going forward uh, will win us the games. But uh, I mean, against Palace, you know, they, uh, Tenganga got sent off before Palace scored. So Palace went, you know, they won 3-0 against 10 men. But still, it's not a good sign. Your 10 men should still be uh, keeping you in that game. You do question their sort of the men- the mentality and their confidence. They certainly seem like a fragile team at the moment. But I think you hit the nail on the head. It's a team without a clear identity at the moment, and the yeah. good news is Villa are actually forming theirs. And uh, who knows? Potentially, this is could be one of the heads that we step on as we uh, get into the upper echelons of the league. I think it certainly has to be if we if we want to be where we want to be. Spurs are one of those teams you have to rein in and yeah. get, get rid of. Right. Uh, this is just a quick catch-up. I, I, I am struggling. Uh, so uh, we will finish on the burning question from uh, 
listener, Mr. John Winters, asks, with the first international break coming at a good time for us, with injuries, etc., does this one come at a bad time or stall our momentum? I think if you go to Tottenham and you get a positive result, I don't necessarily think you mind. You can kind of hit the refresh button a little bit um, and just keep... I think the time on the training ground is important for Smith and that because they've got a lot of new players still, so... When, when we've got injuries, there's still key injuries because I think Bailey is is the kind of guy that is the difference between a draw and a win. Yeah. So uh, I'm keen to get him fit. So it works well, very well in that respect. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Sanson as well, you know, it kind of helps. We don't know if he's a A-lister yet, but uh, in terms of uh, how this team will perform, I think he's definitely got a role to play because that middle three, I mean, I'm, I don't think we'll be playing 3-5-2 all the way through no, this no season. Sense. Because he want more out of Bailey, you want to be starting him. But uh, you know, as we said, uh, I think it's in the Mad Few, the extra, uh, the Patreon extra podcast, which is coming out. That we now have for the first time, maybe the first time ever for a Villa team, we have a squad that we're, we're actually match. The match day squad is a squad that's interchangeable and very fluid. And I think Bailey and uh, Sanson will be a big part of that. Mm-hmm. It will increase its capacity anyway. It's, it, I've used the word variety throughout. It, it gives us ways we can change in-game, which we haven't had before. So I think in terms of the international break, if it gives us chance to sort of just refine, be it one or two systems, I'm thinking it's probably two, then um, I don't mind. It doesn't seem like quite as big a break. I think it's only a week, isn't it, this one? so Yeah, and you've also got uh, it's more time on the set pieces and... Uh... It's, I, I think, in terms of prepping for the last season, because I think we're going to come, as long as you know we're relatively clear of injuries, I think we'll be stronger in the second half. Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, I think it's going to be interesting in terms of where we finish. I think that will probably be defined in how our winter goes. You would think so. You would think so, yeah. The Christmas period in January, and you know, obviously last year our form fell off a cliff, didn't it, in sort of February time. So it's whether we can come through that period again. Yeah, but I just think that match day squad is a stronger unit and a more fluid unit in terms of changing in game, and uh, I think that will serve as well uh, going forward. So it's, it's you know it's already an intriguing season ahead. Yeah, and at first glance, this inter- I mean the first international break was a bit of a saviour. Yeah, this one, I think, if Bailey was fit, then it is a bit of a hindrance uh, in terms of momentum. But I still yeah, because we're not quite there yet. I don't necessarily yeah. think it stalls anything i think we've had a good run but it's not like we you know four or five games winning on the bounce yet yeah because you, you can tell we're not there quite there yet because i think we might have got something from chelsea and we would have beaten united two or three nil yeah <laughs> so, so uh this international break from that perspective is is good in terms of fine-tuning a few things right so on that note uh, i think it's time to uh, get out here i'll do the new my old man said patron shout outs in the next main show but thank you very much for those who've joined up in the last few days so uh, if you want to join them it's the start of the month so uh it's always the best time to join because you get the full month because uh, Patreon charges, uh, once you join, it's the, f- the first of the month. So uh, if you want to join us and get access to uh, extra podcasts, which are now flowing, now the new season has started, and also join the main attraction, which is Match Club, please do go to myomanzed.com. Click on the Patreon link and get more information there. Also, make sure you... Uh, Follow us on whatever podcast app you listen to as you will get the first notifications for when the show drops. Right, any final uh, words? Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. And now from me, I'm, just, I'm quite looking forward to this game. I think it's a, it, it feels like quite an interesting, another interesting matchup between two sides that are maybe ones on the up, ones potentially on the down. And for once, it's not us. <laughs> That's why I'll be getting up early doors and getting on that train down to uh, the big smoke. Because of that stadium, it's the main game I want to see away from home. I think if you get if you sort the facilities out, then I'll, the Mayo Man said crew will come. You build it and they will come, as they say. <laughs> yeah. You know, we need uh, beers that get filled from the bottom of the cup. We need gimmicks to get us in stadiums nowadays. Right, until next time, it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from him. Goodbye. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.